Our Bible reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 to 10. I'm reading from the Good News version of the Bible. And if you have your Bible in front of you, please read along. After the Sabbath, as Sunday morning was dawning, Mary Magdalene and other Mary went to look at the tomb. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake. An angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled a stone away and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid that they trembled and became like dead men. The angel spoke to the woman. You must not be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has been raised, just as he said. Come here and see the place where he was lying. Go quickly now and tell his disciples. He has been raised from death and now he is going to Galilee ahead of you. There you will see him. Remember what I have told you. So they left the tomb in a hurry, afraid and yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Peace be with you. They came up to him, took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Do not be afraid, Jesus said to them. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Amen. Our Sunday School and Youth Group have been busy making rainbows, putting the pictures in their windows and posting them online. I didn't really want to let this side down, so I've also coloured in a rainbow, trying my very best to keep between the lines and posted it on the man's window. My neighbours all around the streets have done the same. Many of you and your neighbours probably have too. On my rainbow picture is a Bible verse from Genesis chapter 9, where the story tells that just after the flood of the earth, God put a rainbow in the sky and said, I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Terrible things may happen. Challenges come our way. Through all of this, God is faithful. Never again will the waters become a flood and destroy all life. The first rainbow of the coronavirus outbreak appeared in a window in Italy with the words Andra Tuto Beni underneath, which translates to everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. God assures us by his rainbow that we are not forgotten, that he continues to love and to work in his world for the good of us all. The rainbow is our sign of hope, that while today is dark, our tomorrows will be brighter. I, like most of you, probably remember the colours of the rainbow with the mnemonic Richard of York gave battle in vain, each letter referring in order to a colour in the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo and violet. This morning we're going to take each of these colours in turn and use them to explore the story and the hope of Easter. The colours start in a terrible place though, red. Red the colour of blood, red the colour of self-giving sacrifice. And we remember that on Good Friday our Lord Jesus was nailed to a cross and he bled and he died there. On the cross God opened his arms up wide and said, This is how much I love you. Today we are remembering those who are making self-giving sacrifices. 
We remember and give thanks to all those who are involved in healthcare, in testing and in caring through this coronavirus outbreak. At Easter and every hour of every day, we thank God for his self-giving sacrifice on a cross. For through his self-giving, we find our healing. Orange is the next colour in a rainbow. Have you ever tried to write a poem and make a word rhyme with orange? You can't. Well, not if you're writing your poem in English anyway. Orange is one of a kind. Jesus was also one of a kind. No ordinary man. He was God with us. No one else could dine across and bring God and people, heaven and earth back together again. But Jesus could. At Christmas time we sometimes have a Christingle service and we start with an orange. An orange because it's round, it represents the world. We use an orange to remind us that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God loves the world, and because God loves the world, we can also say, the future's bright. Yellow is the next colour in our rainbow. Yellow is the colour of daffodils. We see first in our supermarkets that tell us that winter is nearly past, and then our gardens and hedgerows. Yellow is the colour of a spring morning, reminding us that the cold and the dark and the decay of winter does not have the last word. Winter's long fingers are being prized open. New life is coming. Green is the next colour in our rainbow. One of our favourite Easter hymns is There is a green hill far away. Green was also the colour of the faces of all the people who wanted to see Jesus dead. They were green with envy, jealous that people were following Jesus and not following them. So they plotted and they schemed and they thought they'd won when they watched Jesus die on a cross. But green is also a word we use to describe someone who is inexperienced. And the leaders were inexperienced. They thought they were in charge. But they didn't know who they were up against. They were up against God and you know, God always wins. Love always triumphs over death. God knows what God is about. And then blue. The disciples didn't know what God was about. They watched on in horror. So sad that their friend Jesus was dying and their dreams were dying with him. You might say that they were blue, depressed. When sadness looms over you, it's so easy to get lost in the moment. Jesus had told his followers that he was going to die. But he also told them that three days later he would rise again. But they forgot all about that. Just like they seemed to have forgotten about Lazarus about Jairus' daughter and the widow of Nain's son, all resurrected. The disciples were so lost in their grief. But we, we can be like this too. And blue? Well, it doesn't really touch it, does it? Indigo is our next colour in the rainbow. And I have to ask you, really, what colour is indigo? I'm not sure at all. And I know it sits there somewhere between blue and violet, but really... I couldn't pick it out in a police ID parade. Indigo for me is a bit of a mystery. When the two Marys visited the tomb on the morning of the third day, 
They were going there to face a mystery too. They were going with funeral burial spices in hand, all prepared to get Jesus ready for his burial. And then the ordinary became extraordinary. The earth shook. The stone that covered the grave rolled away and an angelic being sat on top. The guards shook and they became like dead men. And then the angel spoke. You must not be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has been raised just as he said. Mystery. The resurrection is a mystery. How can a dead man rise? But with God everything is possible, even in what we think is impossible. There is mystery. There is wonder in the resurrection. It is supernatural and it is sensational. It gives us goosebumps, fear of the irrational, the unexplainable, but it also gives us a deep joy of hope-filled possibility at the very same time. And violet. Violet is the last colour in our visible rainbow. Violet is a shade of purple, and purple is a colour of royalty. Remember when Jesus was arrested by the soldiers? They had to go at him. They beat him and they dressed him up in a purple robe, mocking him with the words, Hail, King of the Jews. Early in the yellow light of morning, Jesus stood in the garden. He is King risen and victorious over death, over soldiers who mock, over our love for power and money and all the things that separate us from God. Jesus is King and he speaks to the two Marys, peace be with you. They fall at his feet. Do not be afraid, he says. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee and there they will see me. Last Sunday in her address to the nation, Our Queen, Elizabeth, spoke of social distancing and social isolation. But despite our current dark situation, her words were hope-filled, looking forward to a brighter future when she said, Better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. Two thousand years before, Jesus said, We will meet again. This is a promise he kept in Galilee and this is a promise that he keeps for us all. Do you know there's a song going on in heaven right now? John heard its strains and he wrote the lyrics down in Revelation chapter 1. The song goes like this. Glory and strength to Christ who loves us, whose blood washed our sins from our lives, who made us a kingdom, priests for his Father forever. And yes, he is on his way. Until that day, when we meet with Christ again, live assured that though Richard of York may well have battled in vain, our Lord Jesus Christ battled and he won. He is victorious over sin and death, reuniting us with our Father in heaven. So go on and live your life in his victory. Go with God's blessing. Amen.